the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're locked in with your host, Brent McGuire. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the Angels' 7-4 win on Monday in their first game back at Angels Stadium after the road trip. We're going to talk about what went well in this game, and we ultimately are going to talk about the injury for Mike Trout. He left the game with a right calf strain, so we're going to talk about what that means for the Angels in the short term. And we're going to talk about Shohei Otani continuing to do what he's been doing this whole year, just doing insane things on a baseball field. But before we get into the episode, as usual, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at BMAGS94. You can find the podcast at Locked on Angels. You can find my written work at Crashing the Pearly Gates. And if you haven't done so already, make sure to download, subscribe, rate, and review the Locked on Angels podcast wherever you get your podcast from. So happy Tuesday. Hope you are doing well and enjoying the Angels winning back-to-back games. That's not something we've been able to say all that often recently. It has been a tough stretch for all of the reasons that we touched on in yesterday's episode. So it has been nice to see the Angels playing some pretty good baseball the last couple of days. And of course, at the same time that the Angels put together consecutive wins, they also saw Mike Trout leave early on in the game. So we're going to touch on that uh, in this episode. And we're going to talk about Shohei Otani just continuing to do insane things on a baseball field. I mean, the home run that he hit on Monday night was certifiably insane. So we're going to talk about all of this stuff. So let's talk about the game itself. Uh, This might give me a little time. I'm recording in the post game. I have not seen any post game comments yet from Joe Madden and others about the Mike Trout injury. So maybe that'll give us a little bit of time. So the Angels won 7-4 against a pretty good Cleveland team. And a lot of things were going well in this game. They got the production from the, the the pitching staff. The pitching staff allowed four runs, two runs from Patrick Sandoval, who looked, he looked okay. He didn't look great, didn't look awful, but kind of did his job, went four innings, allowed two runs, two strikeouts, one walk. The bullpen came in, did a pretty good job. They went five innings, they allowed two earned runs, and they had 10 strikeouts, uh, no walks. So they did a pretty darn good job in this game to give them five innings. And that's uh, something that probably would have terrified Angels fans if I had told you that coming into the game, but they did a very, very good job. So yeah, I mean, looking at the total line for the pitching staff, 11 strikeouts or 12 strikeouts and one walk, four runs, that is really, really good production. So that was definitely nice to see. And I've got to say the back end, Rysel Iglesias has had a few, a few outings where maybe He made one mistake pitch, but he has been very, very good for most of this year. And it's very obvious to see why he's been one of the better relief pitchers in baseball for the past five years. So in this game, I mean, yes, the pitching was obviously great. The offense did a phenomenal job as well. They got 10 hits, uh, seven runs, four walks. They got a uh, monster performance from Shohei Otani, who 
We're going to talk a little bit more in depth in this episode, but I do need to talk about that home run that he hit because that was really, it was, it was insane. We have not really seen anybody do that kind of damage uh, on a ball that was basically at his face. Uh, this is according to Sarah Langs, who tweeted this out when the home run was hit. Uh, Shohei Otani uh, hit a home run on a pitch that came 4.19 feet above the ground. That is the second highest pitch that any player has homered off of this year. The only other guy to hit a higher home run is Williams Ostadio at 4.24 feet. And it's not like Otani just barely yanked this pitch right down the line. He hit the crap out of this ball. 431 feet into the right field pavilion. And it was one of those moments where once everybody uh, in the baseball world and the sports world saw it happen, they just basically collectively lost their minds on it. So, I mean, it was so, so cool to see. And, I mean, we're here right now. Why don't we just talk about this Otani home run a little bit more and just how insane he's been because he was the focal point of this game again for the Angels. Not only did he have this home run, he also had two walks in the game and it was just an exciting game all the way around. But yeah, I mean, this home run was the highest uh, highest pitch he's ever homered on. It came against a lefty. So for those that know kind of about the historic splits, uh, lefties tend to do much, much worse against left-handed pitchers based on the way that the ball is coming towards them. So to hit a 94-mile-per-hour fastball at your face, to not only just make contact with it, to not only hit a home run off it, but to also hit it 431 feet. I mean, again, this is insane type of stuff. This is like superhuman stuff. I mean, I feel like this was summed up kind of perfectly by... Uh, a couple of guys, uh, we, some big names on social media. Uh, I think the biggest one was JJ Watt. And I think he kind of summed this up perfectly. He said, it feels like a lot of people are talking about Shohei Otani, but still nowhere near enough people are talking about Shohei Otani. What he's doing in baseball is insane. And I think this is accurate. I mean, for, for me personally speaking, I feel like I do my fair share of trying to talk about him and bring to life the insanity that he is bringing to a baseball field every single day. But I feel like at large, he is doing things that we've never seen on a baseball field before. And as Angels fans, we've become so accustomed to what Mike Trout has done in terms of his overall greatness. I mean, what Mike Trout is doing from a value standpoint, from a production standpoint, I mean, very few have ever done what he's done. But Shohei Otani... I mean, nobody has done this. The fact that we're talking about names like Babe Ruth, guys that were playing baseball a century ago, that really uh, tells you about the insanity of Shohei Otani. I mean, it has just been an insane ride. I mean, I've got a bunch of tweets and numbers pulled up. Another one from Alden Gonzalez uh, tweeted out that Shohei Otani has a 931 OPS at the plate and 13 home runs and 162 plate appearances, which as a hitter, that's fantastic. But if that was not enough, uh, on the mound, he's got a 2.10 ERA. He's got 40 strikeouts in 25 and two-thirds innings. So again, just insane, insane stuff. And 
Uh, again, I'm going to run through a few more numbers right here. This is another one from Sarah Langs about Otani. Uh, again, 13 home runs, leading Major League Baseball. His 126 opponent's batting average is the lowest in Major League Baseball. Uh, another one uh, from Jeremy Frank, the second highest slugging percentage in the American League and the lowest opponent slugging percentage in Major League Baseball. Like, I could go on and on and on about what Otani is doing. So this has been so much fun to watch. It has been, quite honestly, one of the most impressive stretches of baseball that I've ever seen in my life. I mean, what he's been able to do on both sides of the ball, pitching, hitting, hitting for power, uh, the speed on the bases. I mean, this is just an insane collection of tools that, again, I, I feel like it's important to spend some extra time talking about this because it isn't normal. This is not something that is, well, we're never going to see something like this again. I know there is a lot of banter discussion about, well, maybe is this going to start a new trend? I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think what Otani is doing is very limited to a guy with his skill set. He has done things on a baseball field that just quite frankly, I don't think we're ever going to see done uh, in this fashion again. So look, I know from a team perspective, uh, I feel like I know as well as anyone that this team is struggling for the most part. And that makes it a little more disappointing when you're getting the type of production and entertainment from guys like Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, Jared Walsh, I mean, on and on and on the individual accomplishments, but don't take the Shohei Otani thing for granted because this has been just an insane uh, experience and he is basically one of the talking points, if not the talking point of baseball right now. And it has been a lot of fun. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Mike Trout injury and we're going to briefly talk about some of the stuff about Albert Pools, the comments that he made uh, with the Dodgers and kind of the uncertainty we have about how that situation ended. But first, let's take a break. Let me tell you about Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all of the investing based on the preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. That's wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB to start growing your savings today. So again, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB and get started today. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and it does not require membership or account login. 
So make sure to go to rockauto.com right now and see all of the parts available for your car or your truck. Just write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. So let's dive back into a conversation about Mike Trout's injury. So I gave it a little bit of time to see what came out from it. Uh, We didn't really get any further clarification from Angels manager Joe Madden. Uh, According to some of the beat writers, they said that Mike Trout is still undergoing evaluation. And at this point, we probably will not find out until uh, Tuesday morning, potentially when you're hearing about this. So it's tough to say. Mike Trout left this game with a right calf strain. It was very obvious that he was in pain or discomfort, whatever one it might have been. Uh, you could see it from the second that he was rounding the bases uh, at second, was limping, going into like third, limping, going into the dugout. You could kind of see just on his face that it was uh, some serious discomfort. But I don't want to speculate any further about what the injury could be. My initial guess based on what we saw is it's almost, it seems likely that he's going to end up going on the injured list. Now, I could be wrong with this. I don't want to predict what is going to happen, but based on the how calf strains work, it's probably going to take him a handful of days to come back and just kind of get back to some baseball activities. So my guess is he probably will go on the injured list. So we do need to kind of talk about uh, at least the very least prepare for what's going to happen if he does go on the injured list. Look, there's not really any way to talk about this other. We can't sugarcoat it. Not having Mike Trout is the single biggest blow to this Angels team. Without him, the Angels are not a good baseball team. That is just putting it bluntly. Uh, the evidence backs that up. There was something from Fangraphs about a month ago. Uh, give or take, I might have referenced it. It talked about the most important players based on playoff odds. And according to this research, if Mike Trout uh, uh, Mike Trout was the single most important player based on how far uh, the Angels' playoff odds would drop in his absence. So it kind of tells you where the Angels are at as a team. They are very, very reliant on the top of their roster. Not having Mike Trout, the best player in baseball, is very obviously a big deal. I don't think I need to uh, go into further depth than that. But yeah, I mean, it's coming at a time where the Angels have been playing really bad baseball this month and losing, potentially losing Mike Trout, even if it's for 10 games, whatever it might end up being, if he does go on the injured list, that's a big deal. I mean, this is if he goes on the injured list. Obviously, if Mike Trout is okay, that's great for the Angels. And I guess we'll see where he's at uh, on Tuesday. But again, we don't have any further comments at this point on this because we're just going off of what the Angels are saying. We'll see. I mean, it's unfortunate. Uh, Mike Trout was just enduring one of the worst stretches of his career. Kind of felt like he was ready to turn it around again, get himself back on track. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't think I want to speculate too much further on this. Obviously, if he does go on the injured list, which again, feels like it's pretty likely based on how much uh, pain he looked to be in 
Uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean, it goes without saying that this is a pretty big deal. So we'll see what happens in the coming days. Uh, let's talk about the Albert Pujols thing. I've been trying to figure out how to talk about this because there's so many different layers to this. I felt like when everything went down, I kind of had my peace with what I had to say, but with him signing with the Dodgers, with some of the comments that came out on Monday in his uh, Pujols' first press conference with the Dodgers, uh, there were some things that came out that were definitely uh, interesting, to say the least. So I'm going to pull up some stuff from our good friend, Fabian Nardaya, who, by the way, I don't even think I mentioned it on here, uh, is now covering the Los Angeles Dodgers for The Athletic. Obviously a big move for him, and I wish all of the best for him. Um, but yeah, so there were some Albert Pujols uh, conversations. I'm not going to go through all of this, but there were a few things that I wanted to point out. So Fabian says, uh, Albert Pujols said that he never told the Angels that he wanted to play every day. Uh, he said, uh, Pujols said the Angels made a business decision and that there's no hard feelings at the end of the day, said it was just the conversation and uh, he's moved on from it. A uh, couple further comments from Pujols. I uh, said, I have 80 or so at bats this year. I never thought that so early in April I was going to have that many at bats. So I was excited with the playing time that I got. And then Fabian went back to an article from late April when he asked about uh, Pujols getting more playing time. And Pujols said, my expectation is to be in the lineup every day. That's what I train for. I mean, uh, I can kind of skip forward all this. But basically, there are a lot of conflicting reports now. So again, I'm not going to try to dive into uh, which side I necessarily agree with or disagree with. I think my thoughts on it are the Angels probably did what they needed to do from a strictly baseball business perspective. They have Jared Walsh. They have Shohei Otani. It made total sense to do what they did. And maybe, maybe they could have handled it a little bit better. Maybe you should have envisioned that Jared Walsh, maybe he was good, was going to be good this year. Maybe you thought Shohei Otani was going to be good this year. And Maybe you could have initially started those conversations with Pujols over the offseason. That being said, it's been pretty obvious from some of the comments that Pujols has made both publicly and through some of the sources that we've heard that I think there's a very there's a very big difference between what Pujols thinks he is and how he actually is at this point. And I think there's a very uh there's a big gap between these two differing theories. And I think for the angels, again, look, I think the angels had to do what they had to do. I think they could have gone, uh, there might've been a better way to have gone about it, but from a business business perspective, from a baseball perspective, this made the most sense for this roster this year. And yeah, the situation, it's just uncomfortable. It feels weird. I feel like we always knew that the ending for the Albert pools contract was going to feel weird for the Angels, for him, for Angels fans, because Pujols just, quite frankly, was not a very good player with the Angels. And he certainly was not what many people expected him to be. But to then get released, sign with the Dodgers, who are the closest geographical team to the Angels, 
you there's this weird awkward feeling and I don't know it feels a little bit uncomfortable I try to not put too much attention on it because I'm trying to cover the angels and talk about the angels but when you release a future first ballot hall of famer in the last year of his 10-year deal a deal that didn't necessarily go well and you've got some drama mixed up in it it's hard to not talk about it so yeah it's a weird story it continues to change and I'm sure this is not the last time that we're going to hear about it so we're going to take one final break before we get out of here but first let me tell you about bet online bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action baseball season is in full swing and you can track all of the action at bet online don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in on the game so make sure to head to the website at betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit on the promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Built Bar is one of the best tasting protein bars on the market right now. The new and improved Built Bar is even more delicious than it's ever been before. Thanks to their nine delicious flavors plus their occasional limited time flavor. But most importantly, Built Bars are healthy. Most of the bars have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, and they're low in sugar and carbs. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your first order. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So there was one final thing I wanted to touch on today, and shocker, it's about Shohei Watani, his Next scheduled start is going to be on Wednesday against Cleveland. Uh, This is an earlier game. So for Angels fans that are used to the 638, 7 o'clock start, this game's earlier. It's a 5 o'clock game or 507 start. A little bit weird. Uh, I think Cleveland's got a getaway game. The Angels have a doubleheader the next day. So I think there was something with the scheduling that had an earlier game. But yeah, I mean, the facts remain the same. Shohei Otani is going to make his next start on the mound on Wednesday. Should be very exciting. His last outing was the best start, objectively, that he's had since 2018. So should be a lot of fun. But yeah, I believe that's all I've got for today's episode. So as always, thank you for joining. Stay safe out there. And we will talk some Angels baseball on Wednesday. This episode was brought to you by the Locked On Today podcast. Get all of the sports news that you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Your host, Peter Bukowski, updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. So make sure to follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from.